news, we've been hearing a lot about Syria and refugees and people who are looking for a place to belong. And so one of the questions I want to consider with you this afternoon is, where do you belong? Where do you belong? It's a question I think that God wants us to find our way in understanding because I really believe Jesus came to give us the answer to that question. And so I want to explore with you, what does it really mean to belong? It's a question that our world is struggling with. As we look at refugee crisis, as we look at what's happening in countries, people who once thought they knew where they belonged, no longer belong. The external world is in such chaos. But what does it mean for us to belong? Because I think we are in chaos too. As, as I work with our pastors, as I look at the amount of burnout and stress and what is happening with our leaders, and this is just not with us, but it's around the world in all denominations, Religious leaders are experiencing an incredible degree of stress that is affecting health and well-being. And as I, I listen to our leaders, listen to, the question comes to me, where do you belong? Where do you belong? Where do you find your sense of belonging? And to talk about this, I'm going to turn to another passage of scripture, and it's John 13 familiar passage of scripture, and um, it's part of Jesus' last discourse, and it's the washing of the feet. And I want to hear you to listen for the theme of belonging. Before the Passover celebration, actually in the, in the beginning, um, it starts off uh, before the Passover celebration, and um, Jesus knows that his hour has come, and so that's the introduction to it, but I want to start with so he got up from the table, took off his robe, wrapped a table towel around him, around his waist, poured water into a basin, then he began to wash the disciples' feet, drying them with the towel he had around him. When Jesus came to Simon Peter, Peter said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus replied, you don't understand now what I am doing, but someday you will. No, Peter protested. You will never, ever wash my feet. Jesus replied, unless I wash you, you won't belong to me. We are not always aware of the ways in which we are saying to God, I will not belong to you. Peter actually thought that he was protecting Jesus. Actually thought that was his role, to protect Jesus. He didn't see his need for Jesus. That he was the one who needed to belong to Jesus, not Jesus belonged to him. And so the question of belonging was, Peter, are you going to belong to the world and its values? Yeah, masters don't do things like this, I know. But I'm different. So will you belong to the world and its values, or will you belong to me? And I think what's happening with us as believers today is God is constantly putting us in this challenge of, where will I belong? Will I belong to the world, or will I belong to Jesus? 
Will I belong to the values of the world, or will I belong to Jesus? And the question is one that we will always confront if we want to follow Jesus. So where do you belong? Now, I thought this was an easy question. Easy question. Until I really started to think about, well, how do I know if I belong? And what does belonging look like? And I'm going to put before you that belonging looks like the fruit of the Spirit. That's the fruitfulness of belonging. And when I started to look at my own life, I started to realize there were some places where it wasn't quite measuring up. Or should I say, I was trying to act like I had those qualities. And Dallas Willard says, it's not about acting, it's about being. And I discovered I was more acting than being. And so I wanted, what's the disconnect? And I would suggest to you, Jesus knew that the disciples had to figure out that gulf between acting and being. And so his last hours, and John particularly, focuses on helping the disciples to kind of to bridge that gap, to jump over that gap, to move beyond acting like being in relationship with God to actually being in God and God being in them. Here's a quote um, from Brene Brown. She's, we've heard a lot of her lately. She's been doing some TED Talks and writing. And This is a quote on connecting. We are psychologically, emotionally, cognitively, and spiritually hardwired for connection, love, and belonging. I would actually add also physical. Connection along with love and belonging, two expressions of connection, is why we are here and it is what gives purpose and meaning to our lives. We know that. So the question is, if we know that, then why isn't it what we're living? If we were made for connection, we were made to belong, then why is it so hard for us? Particularly in the church. Why is it the fruit of the spirit that we don't see? in the way we need to see it. Another quote from Daryl Johnson on experiencing the Trinity, a wonderful book that has just really touched my life. It says, the living God is not a solitary God. The living God is not an isolated God. The living God is a relationship, the community, the Trinity. And this God draws near to us to draw us near to himself within the circle of his knowing and loving of himself. And so, Dallas Willard, he quotes, Professor of Philosophy, can write, it is being included in the external life of God that heals all wounds and allows us to stop demanding satisfaction. What really matters of a personal nature, once it is clear that you are included, you have been chosen. God chose you. This is the message of the kingdom. It's the message that Jesus was giving the disciples goes on to talk about later on, I've chosen you. Not all of you, but I've chosen you. And goes on to say that, do what I've done, treat one another with love, wash one another's feet. So I was wondering about that. What does that look like today, God? What does that look like for us to belong to one another, to belong to you in today's world? Um, 
I had the privilege this morning of being part of a group, um, Emotionally Healthy Spirituality, a group that we've been meeting now since January, and we meet for two hours, two or three times a month, online. And so I was upstairs in one of the offices meeting with this group online, and we hadn't been together all summer. And the experience of coming back together and sharing our hearts and talking about how we were becoming more aware of our own brokenness, are aware of our need for the fruit of the Spirit in our lives, our need for God. And I said to them, I said, it's kind of like we're learning to wash one another's feet. And so I said, yeah. We're learning to love one another. We're learning to support one another. We're learning to encourage one another. We're learning to help one another draw closer to God and the mom. So where do you belong? Who helps you belong? How do you belong? I would suggest to you that the act of belonging is the action of God who draws us, but it's also our action in receiving. I would say one of the biggest issues with our pastors, they don't know how to receive from God. They know how to do for God, but they don't know how to receive from God. They don't have time. How can you belong? Belonging. From our belonging to God and God belonging to us comes our life. If I don't have time to belong, then what do I have? So there's the action of belonging. And I would suggest to you that the washing of the disciples' feet was Jesus bringing the disciples to that place and that choice of knowing they needed to belong to him. And Peter gets this after he says, well, if you don't let me wash your feet up, you don't belong to me. All of a sudden, he recognizes his desire to belong to Jesus. When's the last time you recognized your desire to belong to Jesus? When was it challenged? You had to make a choice. And when your desire was fanned to want to belong to God, not just in your head, but in your whole body, in your whole life, to belong to him. In John 14, it really talks about the character of belonging. As Jesus describes his relationship with the Father, he is in the Father and the Father is in him. And as he invites us into that intimacy, <clears throat> belonging is intimate. It's not superficial. It's deep. It's interior. And so the character of our belonging is important. Can't be just a few verses here and there. It has to be intimate meeting with God, experiencing of God. And then there's the flow of belonging. John 15, which talks about it flows from the Father to the Son, the Spirit, to us, to one another. Then the witness of us loving one another will touch the world. But that belonging doesn't start with me. It flows from God. I receive it. It's a gift. And when I receive it, then the Spirit acts in me and moves in me and does a work in me and in you. And then we have the fruit of the Spirit. Which is
which is really, when you think about all the different, it's really about a relationship, isn't it? Those are all things that we experience and, and share with one another also in relationship. So our belonging comes through divine care. It comes through God's presence and the presence of his spirit. It comes from us receiving and choosing to receive and choosing to belong. And I would suggest to you that in a world that doesn't know how to belong, that needs to belong to God, we're it. We're the witness. How we belong is the witness to others. Our life with God matters. And I hope that as you're spending time here at the college, that it's a journey in your belonging to God. And that as we each day begin each day, that we begin that day with a choice to belong. Because there's going to be many things every day that challenge that belonging. But when we choose to belong, life changes. Things change. The fruit of God's spirit is expressed. And the world sees who God is. Where do you belong? And do you choose to belong?